episode number 148, Camaro Destroyed and Destroys. Welcome to The Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of The Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? Another chilly day down here in Nashville, or Studio South in Nashville. Yeah, 23 oh. here in Detroit. Yeah, so it's a, just a few degrees warmer here. <clears throat> Dang. Yeah, Dang. it's crazy stuff. I know. Crazy stuff. But uh, happy weekend, huh? Happy weekend. It's uh, Super Bowl weekend. I could care less. I don't watch football, um, but um, everybody else does. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but here... I, I, you and I were both hockey fans. Right. By the way, did you see the Predators destroy the Kings the other night? No. No, I didn't. Five to nothing. Nice. It was an embarrassment. Nice. And the kids, take that, the Kings, Paul. Take, and the Kings are a good team this year, too. Yeah, take that, Paul Huizenga. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know who I'm talking about. No, he, he's a San Jose fan, I thought. Whatever. It's California. It's all the same to me. It's all overpriced. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Um. Oh, yeah. The, the stupid bowl. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably not even going to watch. The only reason why I'm going to watch the halftime, well, two things. <laughs> First of all, when a topic of major newscasters yesterday morning was a sports in, uh, interview, them discussing what kind of touchdown dances they expect to see. Oh, I know. I, I've seen that. Disgusting. Disgusting. I, I cannot fathom why this is a thing why it's allowed because i don't go to a foot i don't go to a football game well i don't go to a football game but i don't watch <laughs> football when i do watch football which is sometimes i don't want to see people dancing if i wanted to see people dance i'd put on solid gold or dance fever with Denny <laughs> terrio or something like that Denitario. just because you score a goal doesn't mean it's time to show off your dance moves a hole yeah. go to the club or some f and s like that <laughs> What happens in hockey, Chris? They score a goal. What happens? Um, they usually they they celebrate by either going to their bench and they 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 bump fists with everybody on the bench and they uh, they thank the people who gave them the assists. Yeah, and they and that takes all of what ten seconds, and then what if, happens? They drop the puck. They drop the puck because the the game needs to keep going, unlike football, which takes four and a half hours because eighty percent of it is the, is the commentators um, trying to um, analyze the plays. How come they don't analyze plays in hockey when they need they need more analysts on hockey because it moves so fast? I don't know. I, that's I don't one know. of the reasons why I don't watch football. It takes I too long. It takes too long. I, I think we're pissing off 90% of our listeners right now. But <laughs> Oh, and then the only reason why I'm going to watch a halftime show is because I'm a, I, I might see a bear breast again because it is going to be Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And there's rumors, that be- there is rumors that there's going to be a Janet Jackson uh, guest appearance. So... Um, I, 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 hopefully it will be, well, I mean, it'll probably be all covered. I, they, oh, they can't have that happen again. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was no accident before. We all know that. Yeah. So yeah. kind of like we all know that OJ's guilty. We, we, we know that that was no accident. The juice is loose. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Hey, I guess we ought to talk about some Camaro we stuff. Got but a, if you like... We got a lot of stuff, dude. A lot yeah. of stuff came out this week. So Camaro destroyed... 
Yeah. And, and destroys. Let's yeah. let's let's break that. Let's talk about. Let's talk like football. Let's let's break that down. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Um, it's it's February now, so that means right. sales figures were released for January. And uh, as always, we do this every month. We get the sales figures. Uh, Chevy Camaro sales decreased twenty percent <clears throat> to two thousand eight hundred and sixty-seven units in January twenty eighteen. Um, okay, doesn't look good initially. Uh, 2867 uh, units, uh, the least amount of Camaros sold, I think, since we've been talking about Camaro coming back. Not good. Yeah, Not that's good. tough. Uh, <clears throat> Corvette's uh, down almost uh, <clears throat> over over that, 20.4%. Yeah, the Corvette's never been a high seller, though. With, but it's still with, down. Yeah, but it's, it's... By percentage. Yeah. Um. Our, our, our friends over at GM Authority posted this article, and they're with their take on it. Um, Mustang sales also decreased; um, they were down to six forty-seven thirty-two, while units of the Dodge Challenger were slightly increased 035 percent to three thousand four hundred five units. Um, not all of them. I wouldn't say those are earth-shaking numbers. I mean, it is January. Whether mm-hmm. it's cold here or cold somewhere else, people just generally aren't buying cars. In this month, unless there's some sort of uh, money on the hood of the car, uh, uh-huh. they said the 2018 model year for the for Camaro um, for LT Coupe you got $500 cash, um, 1.9 APR 60 months for LTs, Coupes $500 cash allowance for LT convertibles, 1.9 financing 60 months for LT convertibles. The 2017s uh, they allowed tw- 2017 cash allowance on the Coupes. 3.9% uh, APR for 60 months, plus 2017 bonus cash on coupe models. 2017 cash allowances on convertibles, and the same, 3.9% APR for 60 months, and 2017 bonus cash on convertible models. What do we take away from this? Well, it's January. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this every month. They believe Camaro's overpriced. And we're waiting for the refresh for 2019 and a lower price on them. You said something very, very interesting right there. The Camaro is down on sales and it's overpriced. Meaning, what I, I'll, go, I'll go right back to what, I, what I've been saying all along. They don't care about those numbers. <clears throat> they care about the margin. Yeah. They care about how much money yeah. they make. Bentley only sells a handful of cars every year, but they make a ton of money off each one. So yes, Bentleys are way overpriced. Yeah. I, I, look at, I mean, oh gosh, Caprice—they sold sixty last January and only twenty-two this January. <laughs> Ooh, I know. But trucks. Here, here's a, here's another thing. Trucks are all up across the board. Yeah. Sonic is way down, fifty-three percent. Man, Tahoe is up. Traverse is up. Mm-hmm. Trax is up. Express is up. Almost. Uh, shoot, man. Forty-four percent. So, well, people like know. like you and I, or other websites or media, like to highlight the number of how it's down. Um, I haven't seen any panic on GM's end. Like, okay, yeah, that's sales are down. We're still making money. That's 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 right. That's they're like like we've said they're in the business of making money. Not that's what they're doing. Yeah, if they're making money off each car, and if they're making enough to say, okay, yeah, we're Profiting from everything, top to bottom, we're making more money. If we drop the price, guess what? We lose money. 
we might gain more sales. I mean, those guys are smart. Yeah. The, the guys and gals, I should say, as, yeah. as Scott would say, the guys and gals um, at General Motors, they know that if they bump that price down by, you know, X amount of dollars, that means they'll sell more cars but make less money. Mm-hmm. They, they know that sweet spot. Otherwise, they'd be fired. Mm-hmm. They would be so fired. <clears throat> as, mu- as much as I would like to come out every month and say, yeah, Camaro's the top dog this month, you know, outselling Mustang by this amount, outselling Challenger by this month, you know. Top dog? That's, that's, yeah, top dog. That's bragging rights right there. Of course. Of course I want to say that. Everybody mm. wants to see that. But the fact still remains. I, I believe GM's making money and they're not, they don't care. It's not that they don't care. Of course they want to care. They want to see, you know, Camaro sell a lot at the current price point. Yeah, but but the fact maybe, of the matter is, it's not. That's something. That's a that's something that they're always constantly refining. So, like you, then then you let into looking for a 2019 refresh. If the cost of doing that refresh is is minimal enough to where they can not only do the refresh but lower the price just a little bit, mm-hmm. that's a win win. Yep. That'll sell more cars and make more money. Maybe that's maybe that's the goal. Yeah, you know. The car's making money. There's yeah. no question. Otherwise, we'd start hearing the rumors about the Camaro being on the chopping block and the Firebird. Oh, wait. Hey, we still haven't seen... Everybody's like, oh, yeah, there's going to be tons of money off on these cars. I, I'm not seeing it. I'm, I'm not seeing it. If they're make it, selling enough at this point and making enough margin at this point, why would they do that? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see that anyway at the end of the year. Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. It, you're right. It's bragging rights. You know, Ooh, Mustang sold a ton. Yeah, they're also garbage. <laughs> he sold a ton of garbage. A ton of garbage. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, that, that hey, can, speaking, that, yeah, speaking of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the title of our show, once again, Camaro destroyed sales figures. In sales, yeah. And destroys. So, uh Motor Trend got a hold of the all-new 2018 Ford Mustang GT with their all-new performance pack. And they, they, <laughs> they pitted it up against the 2018 Camaro SS1LE, you know? Um, was it close, Chris? Was, was it close? It, was it close? Uh, let me give you a quote from the bottom of the article here when they were testing these. Um, and uh, this is what I shared on our Facebook page. Uh it says, the winner of this, the Chevy Camaro 1LE. In my mind, it's not close. Chevy has <laughs> done the near impossible, transcended the genre, and turned a once provincial pony car into an honest-to-goodness world-class sports car. The $46,000 miracle punches so far above its weight that I'm in danger of saying weird things that could easily be taken out of context, such as, if I were an engineer at BMW or even Porsche, I'd be clearing off my drawing boards. Uh, what they said before, they said, to put it bluntly, the Camaro is in another league with legitimate sports cars. A 2015 GTR Nismo held the street's record of 119.07, meaning a gulf between the quickest car ever lapped at the track and the Chevy was 1.6 seconds. And it was less <laughs> than half of the gulf between our two competitors, 3.3 seconds. But then we got bored at lunch, and Randy ran a lap at a Lamborghini Huracan Performant, 
Performante? Performante, I think, yeah. I think, yeah. The result, a new champ at 118.73, making the Camaro the sixth fastest car around. Yet the Chevy is still less than two seconds off the pace of a hypercar, costing six times as much. Dang. So what they're saying is they don't believe. Where does this leave the Mustang? Well, if you don't care about measurable performance and instead about your cowboy science, like roasting the... Apparently it's time for the credits. Wrap it up. Um, cowboy science, which like I said, is like roasting near tires. You have a winner. However, and here's the part I hate writing in the ways that actually matter to car guys, the 2018 Mustang got its butt handed to it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It says for less money, Chevy stone cold out engineered Ford. And that is what is that? Let's see. And this is what that galls me. Not only should Ford have done a better job, but I also know they can do a better job. The Shelby GT350R, a car that's every inch as awesome and breathtaking as a Porsche GT3, proves Ford has the knowledge to build a better car. Now it remains to be seen how much the forthcoming Performance Pack 2 closely handles a gap with the three GT350R and the Camaro SS1LE. You can probably expect another Camaro Mustang face-off for an answer. Dude, I, I, I laughed so hard when I read this article. It's hard not to. It's just like, it's, um, well, they tried, and then basically what this article says is they shouldn't even really be pitting these two cars against each other because the Camaro is in a, a much higher class. Like competing with supercars and as they put hypercars and and completely and utterly destroying the new Mustang with their brand new track pack too which they made to compete with the new with the one LE that's that's and then that's that, and that's then embarrassing they, I know and then they further went on so they're like Ford we know you can do better because you did it with the the 350 GT Right, the GTR. So, w- what happened? To me, what it sounds like is is Ford's like, eh, let's just throw this, let's throw this on the Mustang, and and then let's let's see what it does. Like they like they didn't even try and try. It's weird. It's weird to me. I don't know, man. I don't know. But hey, you know they're out selling. They're 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 out selling. Are they making more? Are they doing more on volume but making less on margin? Yeah, because they're they're all going to fleet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm quite frankly I'm very shocked. I know Ford has more in it. They do. Ford has can do better. Ford Ford was trouncing Chevrolet for years before the ninety two Z twenty eight came out. Yeah. And then it really never quite caught back up. I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't know. know man. But I thoroughly enjoyed reading that article. <laughs> uh, what else we got here what's going on let's see here um oh yeah you know we talked about earlier in the show we talked about the, the uh, a, a, a refresh a, a mid-cycle enhancement or whatever they call mm-hmm. and um there's these rumors about this uh 3lt trim level yep yep 
Yep, let's see here. Let me pull this article up. I know this was also put out by our friends over at GM Authority this week. Um, new 3LT trim level to join the lineup, they say. Uh, where'd they find this? In a General Motors document here. Let's see. The upcoming 2019 Camaro Fresh today, we have some pretty solid evidence to support our belief. Specifically, it seems that the 2019 Camaro will introduce a new trim level called the 3LT. Uh, let's see. Uh, so a 2019 uh, model year document that was filed with the uh, NHTSA, which is the, what is it, the National Highway and Transportation Safety Administration? I believe on so, December yes. 20, on December 14th shows a new 3LT model with either a manual or automatic transmission. So this is kind of feeds into what we've been talking about the last, what, four or five months, that they're going to be introducing uh, another cheaper model. A 3LT kind of boosts that to, to make it sound like, well, the 1LT will be a rock-bottom level. Then, mm -hmm. the, then they'll have a 2LT and a 3LT. I know, Cor doesn't Corvette do that? Corvette has a 3-model. Uh, Z or yeah. something like that, yeah. So maybe they're going to be doing that for for, for SS. Um, and I can't see that for ZL1 and whatnot. But, yep, that just kind of um, just solidifies what we've been talking about. So it's it's good to see uh, the folks over at GM Authority uh, pulled that that uh, article out. So that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. It's, 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 they're sharpening the pencil is what, yeah. is what they're doing. Basically, yeah. I, I use that term a lot because it, it, it works. I mean... Yeah. When things start to dull down, sharpen it back up. Yeah. Hey, um, we got any voicemails this week? We do. Week? We have one voicemail. Here we go. Hi, guys. This is Brian from St. Louis. I know you guys keep talking about the LS7 uh, dropping valves and basically grenading your engine. But in 2015, my fifth-gen LS3, it did the same thing, and I was lucky I was within 30 days of the five-year um, powertrain, so I promptly got an extended warranty after my engine was replaced. But do you think that was a fluke? Have you heard of LS3s doing the same thing? Or should I get my top-in rebuilt? Um, that's the question for you today. Um, talk to you guys later. Thanks. Brian from St. Louis, thank you for calling in. Thank you. This is a crossover voicemail. Yeah, I talk about this a lot on the other podcast that I do, the Vetcast. Okay, um, because I have an LS7. LS7s are notorious for dropping a valve because of bad valve guides. Um, it 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 it's an issue with all LS LS7s, but it happened to our listeners LS3. Mm -hmm. Is it a fluke? I would say yes, because really, any engine component can fail at any time. Doesn't matter what it is, yeah. it can fail. Mm -hmm. I think it's a fluke, and I'm glad that he didn't have to pay out of pocket for for a new engine because they're they're not cheap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and in the case of the LS7, an LS7 crate engine is, I think, twelve thousand is the best price I've seen. Yeah. So <laughs> twelve thousand. <laughs> that's right. Today. <laughs> oh man. Not when it was new. Today. Wow. That's right. Nuts. It is not a cheap engine. <clears throat> And that's why I haven't been driving my Corvette. But so yeah, thanks for calling in. A great question, I think. I like that question a lot because it does kind of cross over both podcasts. Yeah. So it, yeah, if if you have an LS based engine and you're you're hearing about the LS7 and you're wondering, I don't have an LS7, but I have an LS. 
is this going to happen to me? Probably not the same way under those same circumstances with a bad valve guide. Now, I don't know for sure. Please do your own investigation, but based on what I've investigated, I've not seen a, it being a common thing. The same the same problem being in other engines. Hmm. The only, in fact, the only time it, I know that it impacts the Camaro is in the 2014 and 2015 Z28 with the LS7 engine. Okay, interesting. Okay. Good, good voicemail. Good voicemail, good voicemail, Brian. Thanks for calling in. And uh, that's the only voicemail we have. So, you, hey, hello, everybody. We need Bing to call bong. in. Call in. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Do it right now. Since you're Speaking listening of to which. This. Yeah. That was a that's what what Brian was talking about. Well, if you're smart, a smart listener, I sounded like Jody Foster for a second. Okay. Um, if you're a smart listener, I have that LS7 in my car. What am I going to do about it? Why haven't I driven it? Well, because I don't want to run the risk of it happening. So, I ordered heads, new heads for my car, mm. and I'm going to have them ported, mm. mill just a little bit, with new valve guides and everything. Mm. So and what are you what are you going to do when the heads are off the car? Fix them. You're going to replace the cam. <laughs> <laughs> Might so as that well. 505 horsepower engine is now going to be right around the 600 horsepower mark. Hmm. <laughs> it's like zero one territory there. Uh, not quite, but but getting close. Getting close. Getting close. Yeah. And a little bit lighter weight than the ZR1 too. Hmm. Doesn't have that blower to lug around. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see that. Yep, more on that and uh, and <clears throat> my on my YouTube channel and and on the Vetcast. I'll be talking about that in, in both spots. So let me ask you a question then. So Fire if, away. You're, if you're if you're going to update the um, the engine and all that, do you think you might have to get some better wheels and tires? And if you did, would you go with a raised white letter on your tire? This is an interesting question. When we were in high school. Quite, yes. quite a while ago now. Yes. White letter tires were, were the thing to do. Yes, indeed. They sure were. I remember helping friends clean their tires and that that, that, that bleach stuff to get the, the white letters nice and nice and bright oh. white. Wesley's bleach white or whatever it's Bingo. called. Bingo. Bingo. Right there. I think that stuff could eat, eat, eat like the lines off a highway if you let it sit long enough. Yeah. And, and there's usually um, like Goodyear Eagle GTs. With the out, out letter outline, or if you bought from Discount Tire, it was the Road Hugger Radial GT with the big, thick black outlines. Probably started, I want to say it probably started again maybe a couple years ago. I would say in 2016, Re- yeah. Yeah, you start seeing these these big white letter tires. And on low-profile tires, they are the like almost the complete height of the sidewall. And they're not they're not part of the tire. They're like these these special sticker-type things that, that adhere to the tire. Mm-hmm. I saw this on one of the Camaro Facebook groups. You know, white letter tires on and your new Camaro, yes or no? And I got thinking, what 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 what's everybody else? I I kind of like them. I just don't know if I like them enough to want to see them on every Camaro, or if I'd want to do it on my Corvette. Because actually, guys are doing it on Corvettes too. What do you think, Chris? I I I think that time has passed. I I personally. Would never uh, personally put raised white letter tires on my car or put the stickers or whatever they're doing to 
to make the 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 manufacturer come out with raised like like this picture I'm looking at the where it says Nitto. It's mm-hmm. boldly saying Nitto on the tire. Um, yeah, personally, I I I don't like that. I well, that, what I, if? Yeah, okay. What if Nitto gave those tires to you and said, "We just need you to to you know put this you know have the white letters on your tire." I, I, ah, dude, I, unless they pref- unless they unless they n- serve a purpose, <laughs> like. Like I'm racing the car and I need tires, right? And that's what it looks like. Okay, it's 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 serving a purpose because you're you're racing the car, so you're advertising Nitto for them because they're now raised in white and people can see it. Other than that, no. The '80s. Are I'm thinking done, that's. Man. I'm thinking that's how it came out. Is is that because there's a company I forgot the name of it. It's easy to find by searching that actually makes custom white letter stickers. They're not, they're not really stickers. I don't want to use the word sticker, but they do adhere to the sidewall. Okay. And you can have, make them say anything you want. And if you look at NASCAR, and of course, as Peter Griffin on Family Guy would, would say, here's, here's how to cheer at NASCAR. Go in a circle. Go in a circle. <laughs> Go in a circle. Advertise stuff. Advertise stuff. Go in a circle. So, so you know, NASCAR cars have that because... Goodyear sponsors the the series, so of course Goodyear wants the tire to stand yeah. out. And I think that's how it came back. And then people said, "Hey, it looks pretty cool. It makes my car look like a race car. I'm going to put the sticker on." You know, Ford F350, big. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I lived. I've been living down here too long. I don't know. I, I like it, but I don't. I, I think I like it on a show and or a race car, but not on a, just a daily everyday car. I agree. I agree. I'm, I, when I, I was I, at uh, Optimus Street Challenge, a lot of cars had. Them, and you, if you get up close, you can see that it's it's like a a, a, a thing that you put on the car. You, it adheres to the car. It's, it's not part of the tire originally. And so some guys are sponsored for the Optima Street Challenge, and, of course, tire companies want that, that exposure. Okay. I mean, you know, different strokes for different folks, I guess. That's, I mean, some people like to do some wacky, wild, crazy 30-inch wheels on their Camaros, too. I, I mean, yeah, good for them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, yeah, kill it, fire. Um. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hey, uh, you know, just call, call in and let us know what you think of them. If yes. you have them, if you like them, if you don't. What's the you know, purpose? Kinda, What's the point? Kinda, you know, why did you get them is, is if you had them? that's I'm curious about it. Just it, curious. We're not going to ridicule you. Yeah. Just, um, just look bitching for your camaro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of events, I talked about Optima Street Challenge. Yeah. That's, of course, coming up. There's also all sorts of events coming up this year, so as it starts to warm up, thankfully, it's about time. We're going to be talking about events. Um, something that just announced on uh, the Power Auto Media Network is um, Holly LS Fest West. They're doing it again. Is, yeah, it's pretty cool. This is uh, they, They've done it, I don't know how many years they've done it over there, but I guess it's pretty cool. Um, sad part is I can't seem to, oh, here we go. Uh, Las Vegas Motor Speedway, May 4th through the 6th. Nice. Yeah, I think it was there last year, too, at the same time. Is this just the second year that they've done that? I believe so. It, yeah, I guess it was. I guess it was a big success. I mean, LS Fest here in Bowling Green, it, huge is, is always cool. Huge, huge, huge. That's where I've seen a lot of white letter tires as well. So, um, just head over to. Let's see here. What's the link? There's a lot of links in this article. Is it the Street Muscle Mag one? I, I think if you just go to Holly.com, and news and events, events. Here we go. LS Fest West. Yep. 
Yeah, so if you just go to holly.com slash events. And I'll have that linked up in the show notes as well. Don't worry, guys. I got you. I got you. Oh, actually, if you go to lsfest.com slash west. That works, too. That's that's the direct link. Okay. Drag race, autocross, drift challenge, show and shine, road course challenge, off-road challenge. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) Desert launch burnout contest. (laughs) Caravans and the 3S challenge. Be there. Oh, look at the poker run and dino challenge. Special events for the kids. Bring your mother-in-law. You can leave her here. We'll kill her. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't bad. I've never done that before. Yeah, I remember those old commercials. The one thing I mentioned, off-road challenge. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah, because they're putting a lot of LS engines in, like, the off-road rock crawlers and dune buggies and stuff like that. Plus, The LS is so awesome with that. Plus, I mean, it's right in the middle of the desert there, so, I mean... Why wouldn't you, right? Exactly. Why wouldn't you? Just guys like you and I, and most I would think most of our listeners, when they think LS, they don't think off-road. No. No. So, cool stuff, man. Cool stuff. Yeah. Hope you can go to it, and if not, well, there's always in Bowling Green. No doubt. Um, One last thing to talk about before we end here. Uh, You can now listen to our show on iHeartRadio. So, if you are a iHeartRadio person, and you listen to all your radio shows on there, we are now on iHeartRadio. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. In fact, now that I think about it, if you have a Roku, you can get the iHeartRadio app. For your Roku? I think so. Cool. I think I have it. I just haven't used it. I know. It. There's a lot of big, big, big radio stations. Like, uh, what is that? Uh, what's that big radio show out of L.A. that's on, on XM? And it's like... Kiss FM? Kiss FM, yeah. They're on yeah. they're on iHeartRadio and all the big New York stations, everything. And now and now the Camaro Show podcast is on iHeartRadio. It's awesome. Kind of makes me think of when we were in kindergarten and for Halloween time and all my friends dressed up as monsters and I dressed up as Bugs Bunny. Okay. Yeah, I felt kind of awkward, but you know, and then they all did monster fights in the kindergarten classroom, and of course, there I am and Bugs Bunny trying to be a monster bunny. <laughs> it didn't work. That's how I feel with us being on iHeartRadio compared to you know the Joe Rogan show and Kiss FM and all that. But hey, you know what? We're in the game. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. All right. Let's see here. We're out of time, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, just real quick, released a new video on my video oh, yeah, channel. Yeah. Because my car smelled like a dead guy. And, and you, you I, talked about that before. I, yep, I, we talked about that, and I struggled. I was at PRI, ran into a guy who's got a huge YouTube channel, It's and he does very good videos, too. Uh, Chris Fix mm-hmm. is his name. Yep, I've watched um, his videos before. Yeah, and I met him. He never shows his face in his videos, but I met him face-to-face and uh, gave me a cool Chris Fix a keychain, like little remove-before-flight thing and everything. It was cool. And I said, listen, man, I got this problem. My car smells like a dead hooker. Or dead, well, dead, dead. I, I say dead hooker because it's funny, but it smelled like an old, old guy, you know. And he's like, he's like, use this product, and I'll be damned if it didn't work like a charm. Good. I've, I've tried a lot of stuff. I threw a lot of money down the drain, and this worked. So, check out the video at YouTube.com/slash/BigEngineProductions. It's the one title. My Corvette smelled like a dead guy. <laughs> I will link that up in the show notes as well. Yep. And since we're out of time, next week we're going to start doing the random white book page, right, Chris? Hell yeah, I got it right here, right here. Yeah. So if you've got suggestions on a year that you would like to zero in on, we can do that. Otherwise, we'll just pick it randomly. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, totally. So throw, throw your suggestions uh, in our voicemail or messages on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, post post on our Facebook discussion page. Yeah, yeah. Facebook.com slash Camaro Talk Show. All right. There we go. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been a good one. And we'll see you next week. You got it. 
Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!